Welcome to Your 7th Sense, a show for mission-driven entrepreneurs to evolve into unstoppable, intuitive leaders. Listen to Terry and her guests as they share stories of being powered by angels and intuition to achieve their success. Now, let's unlock the power in you with your host, Terry Wildeman. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Your 7th Sense, business powered by angels and intuition. Welcome. I have to use my little rocks, as you know. This session is going to be super fun, super dynamic, super entertaining. But before we go there, I have to remind you, please go to Amazon.com and pick up your copy of The Enchanted Boardroom. Evolve into an unstoppable intuitive leader. In here, you will find all kinds of tips, tricks, and insights on how to truly tap into your seven cents to help you with your communications, your stress resilience, and law of attraction through my magnetic business attraction chapter. So enough of that. Let's get on with the show. My guest today is a fantastic woman. She is so much fun. I met Shirlene about a year and a half ago at an event in Fort Lauderdale. And I have to tell you, she really is a rock star. But then all my guests are rock stars. I only have rock stars on this show. Let's face it. I only have rock stars on the show. And she really teaches you well. And listen to those bells. She really teaches you well how to sell from the heart. And so many of us can really stand to use this skill. So let me tell you a little bit about this amazing woman. Shirlene Reeves is a media personality, the author of Selling Through Your Heart, a business success coach, international keynote speaker, founder of Selling Through Your Heart Sales, Business Mastery Platinum, and the world-renowned Massive Visibility Media Course, designed for coaches wanting to make an impact in the world through radio, podcasts, and TV interviews. She has been a show host on WMAX-TV and is currently the show host on Ascended Masters at Work, reaching listeners across the nation. How cool is that? So today, Shirlene lives in San Diego, California, and her home on the beach in San Felipe, Baja, Mexico. She focuses on teaching authors, salespeople, and coaches how to increase sales to create multiple streams of income. And I love that part, Shirlene, creating multiple streams of income, because so many entrepreneurs don't realize that that's really necessary. I learned the hard way when I got sick, and I had no income coming in, so Thank you so much for sharing that with our folks. Mm. So the title of today's show is What It Means to Lead with Your Heart. And you and I both know, Charlene, that when we lead with your heart, we are listening to our intuition. We are listening to our angels, ascended masters, our guides, whoever it is we listen to, who's part of our, what I call our enchanted boardroom. So can you share with me a time in your life that profoundly affected you from an intuition perspective that led you to where you are right now? Uh, Well, of course I can, Terry. But first of all, I want to say thank you so much for having me today. I just love your energy and love being around you. And the gift of being on your show is such a blessing to my heart. So thank you. you. And I feel the same about you. So admiration. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So uh, in answer to your question, I love that question. And I'll go back 
to when I was standing in front of a dumpster with my two small little children. I have two boys. And at the time, they were only two and six. And I was in a very bad, bad space, probably the worst place in my life possible because I only had 15 cents in my pocket. I lived in a tiny little 18-foot trailer on the beach because I couldn't afford to go anywhere else. I couldn't afford to pay for a space even for the trailer or to buy food. And the reason I was standing in front of that dumpster is because someone had told me that I could get watermelon. And the boys and I were so sick of rice and beans. And we were actually down on the beach in Texas. And I can't begin to tell you the feeling that I had of not being able to feed my boys what made them happy. You know what I mean? They, they want all this fun kind of stuff. And we were stuck with rice and beans. And I said, well, how about watermelon? I heard that the grocery store is going to put watermelons in the dumpster. Let's go check this out. And, you know, it just didn't even feel good when I said it. Do you know what I mean by that, Terry? Oh, boy, do I. Yeah, yeah it, and it was a solution, but not one that I felt in my heart at all. It was just a solution. So we went there, and I was watching all these people come out from under the bridge diving into this dumpster and pulling watermelons out. And I thought, why can't one person dive in and get watermelons for everybody? Why does everybody have to dive in? And suddenly I had this miraculous thought that came across and many miraculous thoughts have come across since then that I've followed that said, just get a job. We'll take care of the kids. Wow. And I'm like, what? I mean, I got to stop you there because, oh my God, the tears are just, oh. I have yet to cry on this show. You have just tapped the tear, the tear dial. Holy smokes. I can only imagine. And, you know, hunger, I don't know if you realize this, hunger is my mission to help heal. Oh, that's a really good mission. And I can't begin to tell you how many women were out there with me in the same position. And I look forward to speaking in front of women's groups, you know, that because I've experienced something. The show is melting here. (laughs) (laughs) They might understand so easily I can relate to them. But I'll tell you what happened just as I got that message. My oldest son, who was standing on my right, said to me, Mommy, uh, we don't have to do this. I don't need watermelon. Let's do rice and beans. Ah. And, And it was almost at the same exact time. And that was enough to tell me that I didn't belong where I was. And also... Out of the mouth of babes, huh? Hmm? Out of the mouth of babes? Yeah, of course. Of course. And if, as you, if you think about it, those are the thoughts of a leader. That question, why couldn't one person go in and take care of many, That's is right. definitely the thought of a leader. Why not think for the greater good? So I took my two children's hands and we walked back to the trailer and they 
played out on the beach with the seagulls. They got really good at building sandcastles and playing with the seagulls. And I sat down inside at my little teeny tiny table with my yellow legal pad. And I just started writing. Have you ever written where you don't know the words? They're just coming and you're writing and writing and writing. And I was given my major, major three steps. And one was clarity because we can't have any confidence without clarity, right? Right. We have to have clarity and we have to get rid of the confusion. And I had to really work on my thought process because I thought I was not, I, I just wasn't sure about what to do because I was in a foreign place. I didn't know anybody there and I needed the gift of spirit to guide me. So I said, tell me what to do. And so I was told one step after the next, and I wrote it in the book, but the major message, Terry, was that you are never poor Mm -hmm. because you are so enriched from within. Wow. Was huge. You are never poor because you are so enriched from within. And aren't we all? We're enriched with experience. We're enriched with the love of others. We're enriched with all the golden mistakes that we've made, right? Mm -hmm. And we can take what we know and move forward. And I never thought of myself as being poor. I always thought of myself as being rich, which is what created my richness later on. As a result of that one gift from spirit, I went on to create a multi-million dollar business with 23,000 people across the nation working under me. What kind of business was it? And built my wealth again. It was a a national signing service called Signing Pro. And I was able to feed and put to work thousands of people as a result of my connections that I created through my sales process with the banks, which is B of A and Wells Fargo and all those uh, presidents of banks. And I was able to feed all of those people with business and that fed their families. So this one gift that I received on that one day that said, you'll never be poor because you are so well enriched, use that. And that's what caused me to move forward. So can you share, I mean, that is huge intuitive listening. That is huge um, insight and one of the most powerful messages we've had on this show, and we've had a lot of powerful messages, mm. I can tell you. And um, let's face it, hunger, whether it's physical hunger or spiritual hunger or financial hunger, it's huge, absolutely huge. So I'm curious, you sat down and you wrote this book or whatever it is that you started to write. What was the first step? What was the first what is the first step that you encourage people to do to help feed their hunger? The first step is resolving the confusion in your thinking process. Okay. 
when we're in a stress situation or mainly when we're not making enough money, that's a big thing that I run across with lots of entrepreneurs. We begin to think in the perspective of lack. And I know that you've heard this many times, Terry, that we should always think abundantly, not in lack. Uh-huh. That is the first thing that we need to turn around because if we start counting our blessings, and I was just reading my lessons this morning. Every morning I spend two hours with God or spirit or the universe or whatever you choose to name that higher being within who talks to me about the importance of understanding gratitude because the more gratitude you feel, the wealthier you become. That appreciation vibration, that gratitude vibration is so high. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I follow you. When, when I lay, when I first wake up in the morning, I have gratitude and appreciation for my pillow, for my blankets, for my sheets, for my bed, for the roof over my head, for the fan that's going round and round. It's so hot. <laughs> hey, I'm um, just grateful for another day on earth, you know? That, that too. I'm breathing. Uh, yeah. I, I can move. Oh my gosh, I can move. <laughs> you know, it really yeah. is. It, it, it's when we wake up. So what a lot of folks don't realize is when you go into the state of appreciation and gratitude, you are physiologically and biologically making a difference in your body because you're raising the DHEA levels in your body and you're reducing the cortisol levels in your body. So a, living a, a life of appreciation and gratitude has so many health benefits. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, Terry. because of the hormones that they re- that it releases. Our emotions are our drivers. Yes, our mindset is our driver. You know, anytime I get upset, and this is one of those things that I've learned over the years, is to surround myself with white light and bring it into all of my organs. Because it keeps me younger and it also lowers the stress level and it allows you to see things differently than you're seeing in that perspective. Yes, it does. It helps you shift. And when we shift from, you know, hey, go take a walk, wear your sneakers, go, go do something or, or just breathe. Like I have a technique called quick shift that I teach people very quickly, bam, just Breathe into your chest. Give yourself oxygen. Let your mind go blank for a few minutes. Think of something you love. Doing something like that literally can make massive impact in your body very, very quickly. Um, wow. That's, thank you so much for sharing this. Um, oh, my pleasure. So I want to get clear. You're talking about clarity. What is step number two? Charlene. Well, step clear is step number two is clarity. Okay. Oh, okay. So step number one is co- clearing that confusion. Got it. Gratitude okay. and really yeah. looking at your situation and what you did to get yourself there. Got it. Got because it. so many of us blame everybody else. Have you noticed that? The oh, blame we're, we're, is always out we're there. Really good at blaming everybody else. I get that. <laughs> it's yeah, about so, accountability. It's accountability. Exactly. We need to take accountability for where we are. Yes, absolutely. A lot of us don't. And I talk a lot about this in the beginning of my book in Selling Through Your Heart. You get all these three steps there and how to work yourself through it. 
So you asked about the second step, and that is clarity. All right, so I understand that I got myself here. I see mm-hmm. it clearly. I see how I ratcheted. I caused a problem with somebody else. Whatever it is, I mm-hmm. see how I got myself here. Then the next step is, so now what? Right? So now what? What is the clarity? What do I need to see in order to make my life better? In order to yes. create that abundance. And part of that is the gratitude for what you had. I began feeling gratitude for the truck that I had that was pulling the trailer. Yes, I had no money to put in it, but I had a truck and a lot of people didn't even have a truck. And I had a trailer. It Granted, it wasn't very big, but it sure was great at night when the three of us had to sleep because we had a roof over our head. And I just started looking at my health, the children's health, how everything was all good except the money. And if you believe and you know that everything is okay, the money will begin to flow anyway. And how did the money start to flow to you, Charlene? Well, I did exactly what they told me to do. I got a job. And strangely enough, somebody showed up that said, hey, I'll take care of your kids while you go to work. No problem. Let me help you out. I'm not going to charge you a lot because I don't need a lot. But this will allow you to go to work and change your situation. And And that's exactly what I did. What kind of job did you get? In that, at that point, I was really good with accounting. So I got a job in an insurance company, which was really interesting because long into my life, and even to this day, I actually work with people who want life and long-term care. So it was funny that way back then, I was already learning insurance without realizing what it would do in my future. Wow. And this person showed up. Now, when you say they, okay, Mm -hmm. who is they? They are my spiritual counsel. I live by what I'm told to do. And I love to share that I lived in Walnut Creek for a long time. I've lived on Maui for five years, but I was told to leave Maui and go to Walnut Creek. So I did that. And I- Where's Walnut Creek? In Northern California near San Francisco. Okay. So I created a very large community up there. And then uh, after all of this and creating this community, I got this message that I was to move to San Diego. And I said, oh my gosh, move to San Diego. Are you kidding? And, you know, I argue with them all, the council all the time, you know, but I never win. Trust me. (laughs) <laughs> you call them your council. I call them my enchanted boardroom. And yes, I am prepared. There you go. I'm always, I'm there you always go. arguing with them, always. Well, I was in corporate for so many years that that's how I think of them as a council. Yeah. So um, where was I? You were Let's, talking about moving to San Diego. Oh, yeah. So I was told that I was supposed to move to San Diego, and I was really distressed So much so that I just broke down in tears with this last event that I was at because I had to say goodbye to everybody. And they were extremely upset with me, I have to admit. And I lost friends, but those who stayed with me are the ones that connected with the heart. Okay, Mm -hmm. The, The ones who don't stay with you are the superficial ones that are only here. 
the ones who stay with you are connected to your heart. So you see when you move who is really there and following you and who is not. Lovely. So when I got to San Diego, I had no idea why I was going there. None whatsoever. And then I got the message, write the book, write the book, write the book. So I spent two years in San Diego doing nothing but networking because I missed my community so much and writing the book. And as soon as I completed writing the book and it went into print, I got the message, move to San Diego. Hmm. Or, or excuse me, move to Mexico. Mexico, yeah. Yes, move to San Felipe. Again, I had to leave my whole community that I had created. Again, those who were with me from a heart perspective stayed with me, and I talked to them all the time. But here I am. Not I didn't know why I was supposed to move here to Mexico. I live on the beach. I love it because I walk the beach every day. But I had no concept. And then in May, or no, in March, the end of March, I was up visiting. Yes. Yes. I was up visiting my dad who was passing. And I got this message that said, go to the dogs. (laughs) I'm like, what dogs? What are you talking about? And just then my dad said to me, so what are you going to do next? You got your book published. You're already a host on radio. You've been a host on TV. What are you going to do next? I said, well, strangely, you should ask. I just got a message. I'm going to the dogs. And he said, what does that mean? I said, I have no idea. I don't know. And I had no idea that there were even any dogs here. And then about a month after I moved here, I sat down, I was having my uh, pedicure and a woman next to me said, have you ever done any dog training? Because we really need help with the dogs here that we pick up off the streets because we train them and then we put them in homes. <laughs> you're, you're taking me from crying to laughing. Good God. <laughs> it's a funny life you lead when you follow spirit. So but you are really you, have are to you a dog trainer? Uh, for years, I had the top winning Manchesters in the nation. Oh, dog you show. that little piece, darling. Uh, well, I didn't dogs. get there yet. And people <laughs> used to fly them in from all over the, the U.S. Wow. for training and to take them to their championship. And then I'd fly them back home. And this just came out of the blue. So no, I went didn't. and checked You and I both know that. Hmm? You and I both know it didn't come out of the blue. Well, you know what I mean. (laughs) Anyway, so I've been out at the kennel. I was even out at the kennel this morning. I volunteer in the morning and three of my dogs were just placed. So I was really happy about that in marvelous homes where they can run on 10 acres. And it's such a blessing to see these people so happy with their new dog. So that's what I'm doing along with, of course, my work that I do anyway, but I volunteer my time to do that. That is brilliant. What a strong, powerful story you have. Like I said, there's been nobody who's taken me from tears to laughing like you have <laughs> on this show. This is a first. Okay. Well, Shirley, you know, I've known you. I've been with you. You've shared an awful lot about yourself. I didn't know about on the show, which really surprised me. 
Um, I know our audience is going to love your story. I love how you shared about how powerful intuition is and how you are listening because it really is important for us to listen to our trusted advisors, whether they're physical or non-physical trusted advisors. I call mine the enchanted boardroom. You call yours again. What, what is it you call yours? My spiritual counsel. Your spiritual counsel. You know, whatever you want to call your, your, um, your non-physical advisors, listen to them. They're there to guide you. They're not there to hurt you. They're there to guide you, make your life sweeter, make your, you know, help you. But it really is important to get out of the closet of fear, to get out. You know, we are so fearful of listening to them that yes. it gets us into trouble. So your story definitely, definitely um, will help our audience get clear on which closet they need to get out of. I so appreciate you. And so, may I say just one thing? Please. Step three. Would you like to know what step three is? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's all about confidence because oh, if you, you don't have that clarification, right, and you haven't taken care of the confusion of your past, then you don't have the confidence to step forward and become who yeah. you truly are or the confidence to trust your spiritual counsel or anyone that yeah. is guiding you. And the confidence, and I always talk about confidence, competence, and credibility, the confidence, and that all creates a coherence factor. Mm -hmm. okay? you, be, you come across coherently. That confidence helps to shred doubt in its tracks. Mm -hmm. So it really, it really, really does. So thank you for sharing that confidence piece because, that, yeah, that's a big one. That's a high sure. important. My pleasure. Um, do you have a product or service that you would like to promote to the audience? Well, two things. One is I would love for people to come through these three steps so they're confident with their sales process. So many people I see just run around and they don't really have a feel for what their clients are looking for. Mm. And as a result, I did write the book Selling Through Your Heart. And I have to tell you, the majority of it is downloaded, if not all of it, from my spiritual nice. counsel. I wrote it because that's what they asked me to do. And you can play a little game with the Selling Through Your Heart quiz. Did you know about that, Terry? No, I didn't. You're full of surprises. <laughs> it's today. a lot of fun. It's only 10 que or 12 questions. But you can find out whether you're afraid of selling or whether you're pushy in sales or whether you know how to sell from your heart and connect and build relationships that wow. benefit your business. And that's what my book is all about. That is brain. And you know, it really is needed to just today, Shirlene, just today, uh, I got like my fifth or sixth um, request on LinkedIn and they all have come like bam, 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 bam. It's almost like they're being set up for the show today. All of them, they want to connect with me. I look at what they have and they're trying to sell me out of the gate without creating the relationship. Annoying, right? Oh my gosh. Annoying. It's so annoying. It, it, it's, it's like, I have no value. All they want to do is pitch me. And they read your LinkedIn profile and they think that because they read your LinkedIn profile, they know exactly what it is that you need and that I need their services. 
And it's nothing about getting to know me as a person. All it is is the dollar signs. And I wrote a post today saying, you know what? If that's all I am to you, if all I am are dollar signs, do not bother connecting with me. Do not bother reaching out and to be my friend on LinkedIn or any other social media platform. If you want to get to know me for me, yes, please reach out. Let's connect. Let's have a chat. Let's discover what what is so sweet and juicy about each you know both of us and maybe we can join venture maybe we can be on each other's platforms maybe i'm interested in what you have to offer and what you have to sell and i'm willing to refer you to my people because i have create you have created with our conversation the trust factor the like factor the knowing factor so yes and you know the other thing terry is we need to bless other people before we ask for ourselves Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, 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 and yes. Yes. I love and it. Because then they'll learn who you are. They'll learn to love you and enjoy yes. working with you. And then you're automatically going to say, hey, can you help me with this? Exactly. exactly. That's what I want is for people to say, can you help me with this? I don't want to say, can I help you? with this. I want my clients to call me and initiate. And that's what they do. And that's because you've created the relationship. Yes. Because when you create that relationship, it's brilliant. Absolutely. And it takes you right back to what is a relationship that's heartfelt? What is it that we can do that's heartfelt? Yes, absolutely. Well, Shirlene, how can our audience get a hold of you? It's so easy. Just go to sellingthroughyourheart.com and you can take the quiz. You can ask me to come and speak to your group. You could check out the Massive Visibility course so that you can get online with Terry like I'm doing (laughs) and learn how to do it. Or you could just build business programs and I'm right here to support you. Brilliant. Shirlene, this was an absolute amazing interview. Like I said, I don't think anyone, I I know, no one yet has taken me from tears to laughing. (laughs) And it takes a lot to do that with you because you know a lot of people. (laughs) I know a lot of people. I am emotional though. You know how we empaths are. We we tend to, you know, those of us who are feelers, the tears can come up, but you're the first one to bring the tears up. I have to honestly say. So, uh, wow. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I want to tell you that my two little boys went on to be multimillionaires. So what they learned from their mom turned out very, very well. That is, that's just so exciting. It really is. I'm very proud of them. Do you have a copy of your book there? I do, but if I turn around. Oh, got it. Okay, understand. So maybe if you wouldn't mind, I think you have a, a copy of it, don't you? Oh God, I have to. Maybe I, you could put it up on the website somewhere. Yes, I don't. I I don't have it right here. Um, you want me to turn around? Just oh, go ahead. Turn it. around. Go ahead. Go grab it. People will see why she's sitting in front of the sun, folks. <laughs> I love it. Go. Here's my book, there Selling Through Your Heart. Nice. And as I said, it was primarily a download from Spirit, my spiritual mm. counsel. And it's what they want you to know. 
coupled with my sales experience in building with the banks. And it's all about really how to be a heartfelt entrepreneur. That's the big thing. And And how to empower you to build relationships. And they can find it where? At sellingthroughyourheart.com. Is it on Amazon also? It is on Amazon. Yes. And it's actually going to be, it's already with Ingram. And so it'll be in Barnes and Noble and all the different bookstores. So if you're out wandering around, you could even pick it up that way. How exciting. I'm so excited for you because this is something that truly needs to be shared. Congratulations, Charlene, on your book. Congratulations on your career. Congratulations on listening to your intuition and your angels and your guides, your trusted advisors. And thank you so much for being on your seventh sense. I want to thank the audience for being here today and listening to this amazing story. I hope you learned at least one thing two things, maybe three things from the story, because, and I think you did. And I want to thank you also for picking up a copy of The Enchanted Wardrobe. Again, that will also teach you, combined with Shirlene's book, my gosh, two of them together are a dynamic duo on your bookshelf. Yes. They yes. really would be a dynamic duo. So thank you again for being here, everybody. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Your Seventh Sense, business powered by angels and intuition. This is your host, Terry Wildeman, with my guest, Shirlene. And I look forward to seeing you again next time. To your success. Unlock the power in you and elevate your seven cents with our intuitive leadership training programs, masterminds, VIP days, and retreats. To learn more, visit intuitiveleadership.com.